Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode four of Positively Negative. Is it? Is it? No. <laughs> gotcha. Welcome back to the Sense and Sensibility podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the unnecessary products we come across every day as moderators on Steam Hunt, a Steam blockchain-based product hunting site. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. Let's get started. It is episode four, though. All right, mate. All right, mate. Hey, do you right. want a podcast, mate? Do you like <laughs> podcasting, mate? Have you heard podcasts in the car? You know, right. people talking, mate. You know, talking about stuff, stuff and nonsense in it, mate. Lovely. Want a burger with that? Lovely. In it, mate. In, in it. it, mate. It is episode four, though. It is definitely cool. episode four. Um, it's because flying by. Wow. Yeah, it does feel like it does feel like only a couple of weeks since we started but it's really a month i know i kind of can't handle that it's <laughs> kind of i'm kind of surprised that it's now the middle of the month but well, i mean we always talk happy about month as anniversary as, as as time lords that's what happens you end up like looking at the oh it's the start of another month and it's like oh shit two weeks okay yeah yeah i know i feel like we were just celebrating like happy september oh it's almost over <laughs> no i do feel like we're getting stuff done though I, I do feel like stuff is getting done it might not be as fast as we want some days and i get that but like i yeah. do feel like a lot of these incremental changes are big infrastructural tra- changes in terms okay. of like Reducing this, reducing that, just removing, you know, removing a lot of the chaff. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Trim the fat. I'm oh. telling you. Oh, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the episode four, we decided this week to talk about something that has been kind of an epidemic over the last week on Steam Hunt, and that is concepts. Yes, sir. Did you remember that we were going to talk about concepts? I did, especially because I thought we were talking about it yesterday. So because of my like displacement about that, I like double remember. We do have some announcements, like some Steam Hunt updates (laughs) before we get into that, though, if that's cool. Go for it. Yeah, Um, do it. Okay, so there's um, a bounty program. Well, that the bounty's coming soon for affiliate, but there's also going to be that we just announced this week that there's going to be um, hunt tokens awarded for posts which are shared on social media. So Facebook, Twitter, things like that. Um, okay. So I don't use Facebook anymore, but I'm certainly going to be starting to share things on Twitter to kind of like let my six yeah, followers Twitter. know. It's Twitter, Pinterest, uh, Facebook. and Facebook, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And there's they're also like um, a lot's been done with – how they post as well. Those posts kind of show up natively with the correct images and things like that. So I know that the dev team is like really keen on having those things be very nice looking and shareable. So if you want to share, share some steam hunt stuff to your regular uh, social medias, your centralized medias, then, uh, <laughs> then you can do that and you will be compensated with uh, hunt tokens. Mm. Weekly. I still think, I still think a lot of people are really confused about, crypto stuff and tokens and all that sort of stuff i think it's still gonna take a long time before people like get into that they're so used to like the bricks and mortar of fiat sure you know like i have this you have that you know done it's not it's hunt tokens is like there's because they have no worth at the moment only in sense of like leverage like it's really difficult a to little abstract it's it's almost it almost feels like the same conversation I used to have when people used to come to me in the city and say, "We want it, we've seen this social media stuff and we want to do it for our business, but we're just not very talkative. What should we do?" Excuse me, it's I want to go viral. Like, Can you help me go? Yeah, viral? exactly. It was like, oh, I just need to have another drink and leave <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's, I I think it's gonna take a long time. I think um another mod in the channel today said like there's only 18% of the hunt tokens been taken up, but it's still 6,000 odd people like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. 18%, you know, ideally it would have been nice to be well over, you know, 50, 60, 70%, but I guess they'll get, get reused in some other way. But the social sharing is, I think is hugely valuable because it's outside of the 
cryptocurrency steam ecosystem right. to the general public so right. and i think that in the future a lot of people will be using blockchain sites and blockchain technology and not even know it so exactly people yeah. who are That's true. feeling intimidating intimidated an app like um steam hunt or platform like steam hunt is kind of perfect because you literally have to know you don't have to know anything about blockchains in order to jump in and participate and be part of the community so i think it's like the perfect little gateway drug to get people into uh get them hooked into the system the crypto, get the crypto them in. life yeah well i mean we've got about set we've got about a week so i mean that's a day then isn't it in our time zone. i know we've got a week until hf20 launches which should make uh creating of accounts different or well it'll just make it different just okay. at the bare minimum um and it should make it easier and there is going to be a like a pool of resources or monies or account generation available i believe every day so the whole idea of creating it if you don't if you're looking at this thinking i don't know what steam is i don't know how to create a steam account i don't have money in crypto to be able to buy this thing um in about a week's time it's going to be easier to create accounts anyway so we'll probably do shout outs to people and links to type forms or something like that if that if you want an account we'll get you an account we'll set it up yeah we'll wait sure. until that pool is like giving out enough free accounts or if i know learn how to interface with it i know that the so the hf20 is a hard fork basically that means that there's been a change in the way that the code base works so since steam's been running 24 odd months there's been 19 of them already and this next one is is just just to make the whole bandwidth of voting sending doing things on the blockchain a little bit more efficient and a little bit more give give developers a little bit more knowledge as to when they do actions with their like external applications. And it just also makes like working with the blockchain a lot easier as well if you want mm. to get on a bare minimum level. Yeah. So either either yeah, of so- us are ha- happy to help you get an account if you're feeling intimidated by it or anything. We don't make any commission or any no, like God, no. residuals no, no, no. or anything of well, that. It's not like a pyramid situation. No. The only reason why I mentioned it <laughs> the only reason why I mentioned it is so you can get some free hunt tokens. Right? Hell just yeah. Just so you can go through the process of like clicking the button and be like, okay, I got something out of this. And what are they? I think sometimes when you click something like that, or you, you investigate a site and you get something back, like even if it's only like 10 steam or something like that, or 10 steam, 10 hunt tokens, um, it's like, oh, okay. So what are they? And then people go on and read the token. Yeah. Steamhunt.com paperwork and see the roadmap and where it's going. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think there are any other big announcements that were made, um, you know, in Discord this week. But if you're part of Steam Hunt and you're not in the Steam Hunt Discord, um, come on in and hang out with us because it's a fun place to be. (laughs) 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 I couldn't even say it without laughing. It's usually a fun (laughs) place to be, except if you're a mod and you get tagged every 10 minutes. But this is not the mod beast portion of the segment yet. No, um, I just block people now. I just yeah. can't be done with that. And yeah, I don't I've got you a couple- have any other announcements, but I know you. I know you're still working on your video, right? Your um, your collab video. Oh god, yeah, yeah. I mean, those collab videos can go on for months because people are just off doing other shit. They just like put their name on something, then they don't do it. It's the whole point of like what I'm trying to get my head around designing. But I'm I'm watching and I'm listening and I'm I'm looking into all of the things and slowly and surely all those things that were frustrating and you used to hire somebody for are slowly falling away. Um, there's things like Framer X now, which allows you to build like apps, which export react native uh, code, which means that you can effectively build these applications from a design, you know, just get a developer and say, I've done all the legwork. Mm. I just need you to like do X, build the bonds out. Yeah. And even that, that stage, it'll be an MVP, but that's the biggest problem is getting everybody together at the right time. You can spend, you can spend so much time chasing people for stuff. Sure. And I don't, I, don't, I haven't got time to chase people. Well, you know what? We'll just say it now then. If you, if you didn't grab a line, grab a line. If you have grabbed a line and you didn't make the video, what are you doing? Yeah. And if you haven't <laughs> seen it yet, go to upwards, upwards, upwards.work because it's one of the first videos at the top oh, of the page. <laughs> power I, move. Love video. that. Oh. Oh, oh, baby. Oh. Okay, cool. So that was like a little bit of, um, what do they call it? Housekeeping, house cleaning, sweep Ooh, time. Housekeeping. Happy, sure, sure. Sweep happy time. Who's calling it, sweep, call it time sweep time and happy sweep, Sweepy sweep, shiny shines. That's what I call sounds, it. Sounds like something that you'd say over a radio while you're in the middle of a sting operation. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. Shiny, very- shiny, 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 shiny. Move in, move in. Shiny, shiny. <laughs> The albacore has left the fish tank. All right. There you go. 
So let's talk about let's talk about concepts. I know we talked a little bit about them last week, but there's also just been like a tidal wave of concept um, non product products on the site. Some of them get passed, some of them don't. I think there was yeah. a lot of confusion about like what, what the reasoning is. was for some of them getting passed and some of them. Um, some of them don't, but I know we have a couple of notes here. Do you want to kind of start that off for us? Yeah. I mean, my, my personal opinion on the whole thing of concepts is that, so, I mean, I, I really want to get into like the psychology of like the reason why we are so fascinated with concepts. I mean, to just quickly go down that track a little bit. When I was a kid, I was fascinated with the future world, like what our future would be. I don't know. It gave me like impetus to be like oh yeah i can't wait till we get there like everything between now and then is going to be you know a journey to get to that place and when we get to that place it's going to be like elevated in the sky with like you know floating skateboards and then and then obviously as you grow up you're watching films like back to the future and all this and you're thinking holy shit like all of this stuff is leading up to something yeah um so like i don't know i don't know if that's a sci-fi edge of my character or if it was just something aspirational in the world that it, it give you something to look forward to but it's really made me think because of of this weird thing that we have happen on steam hunt is that somebody will post something and they'll be like oh my god that did really well and they'll be inspired by it because it's like so left field from what they've been hunting like drones and other stuff that they're like oh concepts okay like what are and so i don't know how it's activating people right i I don't know if their childhood had Mm. had that in it that they had this concept kind of life but for me concepts has always been we have an idea we think it's going to be cool we're going to do something like with the gloves off we're going to we're going to make something we hope like at some point in our future we're going to be able to build it like you can create a model and you can create a shape and you can create an idea and a story. That doesn't necessarily mean it's ever going to exist. Right. And that, that really, that really frames the world today for me is that we kind of live in that headspace 24 seven with the way that media can shape, shape or break a, a news article, you know? Right. Um, I mean, what was it like for you growing up? Con- you must have seen concept cars and concept cars. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm getting deja vu. I feel like we talked a little bit about this last week. Like, I re- I remember going to Epcot as a kid and seeing, like, there. so Ep- Epcot, if you're maybe not, like, familiar, you're not from the United States, is, like, a, a portion of Disneyland or Disney World, what- whatever it was. And that's – it's, like, its own kind of mini theme park, but it's very – like um, they have like little different sections. A lot of them di- uh, represent different countries in the world. Uh, it's like a more of like an educational Disneyland, part of educational Disneyland, less like rides and more like little booths and stuff. And I, I loved it as a kid. And uh, there was a section called the, the world of tomorrow, I think, or Tomorrowland. You mentioned it. You did mention it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually they made that, that movie was kind of like loosely based on Tomorrowland. It's like, that is a section of Epcot. I was like right. obsessed with, with those things when I was little. So my yeah, dad, hang on, let me, let me just stop you. What were you ex, what were you obsessed with? Um, see, that's, what's hard to quantify. I mean, okay. So I, I always had like a technically minded brain as like a, a really little kid. I wanted to be an inventor. Like my, my heroes were like Thomas Edison and my, and because of the way I grew up, my dad is a BMW master technician. So like when my dad would come home from work, working on BMWs all day, I would sit on his lap and ask him like a million questions. I'd be like, dad, how does molded plastic get molded? Because I would have gotten like a toy from, from McDonald's and saw the plastic. And like, I wanted to understand how everything wor- worked and everything was made. So the, I think that for me, the concept of like, the fact that there were people whose jobs it was every day was to just like dream up these amazing things and try to bring them down into like the real world into machinery kind of like fuses my, my, both of my most like opposite attributes, which is like, I have like the crazy Pisces dreamer artistic. And then you have like the German analytical engineering and sort of be able to bring those two together. I Mm. think it was like something I was always obsessed with. Like, in terms of being an inventor, because it just fuses like the the creativity and then the real world engineering. So like when you see things on Steam Hunt that are like, that shouldn't be possible because physics and somebody made it happen. Like, I think that's a really, I think that's a really cool achievement. Like it's easy to be cynical and be like, okay, but how does this help? Like the fact that we have 
trash in the oceans that sea turtles are choking on. Like, I get that too. But I think that was my initial, like, fascination as a kid, if that kind of answers your question. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm fascinated by that intersection, to be honest. I've always been fascinated between, you know, the can-do, creative, like we're taught at school to be like big out-of-the-box thinkers, you know, Mm. come up with the next generation of like new ways of looking at things. And the more I've looked at it, the more I think concepts really are evolutions in our thinking. You know, like Mm. we look at like, we look at like the plastic, plastic tops that four cans are kept together. And now we have these like this kind of disposable renewable glue that can just like stick four cans together and then you can pull them apart and that 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 stuff like just oh you know, instead of the plastic like the right, rings. Right. Mm. And so so like it's a behavior so I, I, I feel like the reaction to the behavior of how something works seems to have evolved for me. So I think concepts I think concepts are are do very well on Steam on or have done on the last week. And the reason why we've had trouble with it is that some of them are so fantastical and some of them seem so far out of reach that it, it, it's been difficult to know what's... And I think this comes from like just where we are in the evolution of like storytelling and technology mm. these days is that you can't even tell if it's real. Right. Like if it's been rendered or if, you know, if the concepts are concepts. Well, because some of the renders really are so weird. like realistic looking, you know, they're right. like Hollywood level effects where it's like... As a moderator, sometimes you're like, where even are we in the – because the, the point of the landing page or the point of the official website is to sell you on the product. At, it's supposed to bring you into a world where it already exists, right? So like when you're trying to figure out if it actually already exists, that can be really difficult. That's Sometimes concepts take the longest time for me to moderate because I actually have to deep dive and be like, what is this? What does it yeah. do? Does it even exist? Did they? So I think what we had to do as moderators was kind of draw a line and say, if there's one that's been physically made, like a prototype that you can physically touch, then we'll accept it. Um, but if it it didn't, it hasn't come quote unquote come off the page yet, then it's like, well, then you could just hunt anything from any sci-fi movie that you've ever seen in for your entire life. So we right. had to have something that brings it back down to like reality a little bit. Um, but I think it's I think it's also become a popular genre to hunt because it's a little bit I don't want to say easier, but it's such a wide field where it's like once the new iPhone gets hunted, that's it, that's off the table because of our our rule about duplicates. Once the new mm-hmm. Asus uh, you know laptop is hunted, that's it. So I think people have had to get a little bit more imaginative in the fact that a couple of um, of concept hunts have done well. I think that kind of switched a lot of people's thinking like, okay, I I mean, personally, I'd rather see concept than like USB cables. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I'm sure you'd rather see them than drones. Um, But we just like kind of brain it in sometimes a little bit in terms of like, what do we, how is it actually a product or, you know, what's the actual point of it? I think in my avant-garde art, <laughs> I think as I get older, my relation as, as it should, I think as you get older, your relationship with art and physicality of something changes anyway. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I look around in the world that we're in now and realize the damage that's kind of been done over the last kind of 50 odd years by us not having the information about certain products and things. And so when I look at a concept of something, I'm like, yeah, I love it. And I think it's great. And I think we have the technology to do it and the insight to do it and the aspirations to do it and the storytelling to do it. And it it will solve X, Y, and Z. But there's also a big disconnect for me. I don't get too excited about the future because I'm still wrapped up with the current. Right. Like I'm still kind of like trying to recover from bad choices of products that I've had over the last 10 or 20 years, you know, when I bought stuff and it didn't work out and I get caught out by the story, I get caught out by the story. Yeah. Now there's been many times where I bought something going, yeah, I need that in my life. That's going to be useful. And then it's broke after a couple of years. And then I've, I'm left questioning why I even bothered with that bloody product in the first place and feel tricked almost. Yeah. So, so concepts are great. I think to inspire the next generation that there is another way and you can, apply all your imagination and build something incredible and you know if there's resources and money available but also i think it's important to be measured about those in that inspiration as well because 
you know, I'm sure there's people out there who spent like 40 odd years trying to come up with like free energy machines and failed and failed and failed and failed. They got taken failed. out by the government because of big oil. But what? All who right. said that? <laughs> All right. That's our podcast gone for this week. Off the internet. <laughs> no, no, but. Vaporized. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast doesn't make it out. We'll know why. But, um, yeah, exactly. you know, that's a really good point. And I think uh, another thing to keep in mind is that. Even if it's a concept, even if it's one of those, if it's an eco concept or if it, you know, it helps disadvantage children, if it yeah. cleans the ocean, at the end of the day, they're trying to sell, somebody's trying to sell you something. They're trying to sell you an idea. They're trying to either get funding, you know, even if they're not asking for money directly, like buy this now, the point of putting it out there is to, is to sell it, is to move the, move the idea forward. So I think people have to, I, th- but I, I, do. Think I have to keep that in mind, especially when it's like benevolent stuff that is like, oh, it's good for the world. Like it's not all just sunshine and rainbows. Somebody's trying to sure. get money for something. So, but but also, I think in this day and age as well, it's it's often used as well to stay to to appear to stay relevant. Sure, right. So every car company is going to always have a concept car, always, forever and ever right. and ever. Right, they're always going to have something that reminds you that Mercedes is Mercedes. Right. right? Um, and I don't know where that, co- I, I mean, obviously I do know where it comes from. It's the same as Apple that they, they, are obsessed with it. You only had to watch their keynote yesterday. It's like, you know, we love what we do. We love, we love, there was a lot of, we love, we do this, you know, like <sighs> their company culture. Like yeah. That company culture is so like, they live and breathe that the church of Apple, mm-hmm. you know, they literally, they literally are a, a religious thing in their That's own true. right. The way, the way their culture works. But, but they have influenced relationships with people from different nationalities through the use of technology, which is staggering, a staggering thing to do. I think that brings up a really good point. And I, I, maybe we should talk, I'm thinking I'm proposing an idea for next week that maybe we should talk about how, how eco products have kind of similar to blockchain products have kind of become like the buzzword and are, are people put like, do you think a lot of these car companies are putting out, electric cars just so that they can kind of like stay relevant and stay in the conversation or because I don't think that they really care about the environment personally. So wondering like, I don't know, there's like a big revolution in the makeup industry actually right now because women of color haven't been able to find like products that work for their skin tones. And a lot of people like, wow, the world is really changing, but like not really because it's kind of a buzzword. So it might be cool to kind of talk about eco eco hunts and the relationship of um i think i think the more news and the more prevalent uh climate issues happen around the world the conversation is naturally always going to then move towards resources Mm. Uh, and resources because you know you have to get something from one place to another if you have your operation in the philippines and you're just about to get hit by a tornado chances are that for the next three weeks the 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 ways to get your materials out of that country to another country so they can build stuff are going to be effective Mm. so the you know there's there's multiple levels to distribution there's multiple compliances there's multiple ways that people are trying to save money anything that affects the bottom line you know like we have a, a really intense summer and crops die that means they have to get the supplies from somewhere else which then affects the supply chain when the supply chains are affected when the bottom lines are affected they'll look for alternatives and if those alternatives uh help the storytelling of their sustainability index which is becoming more and more prevalent because taxes and rules and regulations are being imposed by governments around the world in terms of their their actual output of chemicals from their factories, then they, they don't necessarily have to be all hippie kumbaya and like <laughs> we're into ecological sustainability. It might just come down to literal practicality right. of running the business. Right, because as consumers, uh, I, we're not going to accept if one day an iPhone is $600 and the next day it's $800 because of supply well, chain problems. Like no, no one's going to deal with that. No, so. Nobody cares about that. Nobody exactly. Cares about that. Nobody cares. But the woman from the Apple Renewable Think section yesterday mm. you know you could you could see that her job was not enough just to get apple to be a hundred percent uh on renewable energy she's now taking it to the next level because that's the way that apple works like okay you've achieved that that you've got to take it up a notch mm. now she's like working within the teams 
to make sure that whenever they do go, because the, you know, there's one thing I will say about Apple is they look at the whole 360 chain. That's right, true. Dust to dust, like from, from the scratch to the end. And they've done really well at that in the last couple of years. I would say last five years in terms of unpicking stuff and, and recycling it. Um, because they know they know that they have to make that whole process as efficient because their 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 biggest asset is their storytelling, right? You're right. When they had Steve, when they have their white videos, they've got bloody Johnny Ives doing ASMR over the fucking iPhone <laughs> videos. It's the new iPhone. It's like it's bloody gorgeous, and you will spend fifteen hundred bucks, even though you know it's not worth it. Um, you know, like they, they know what they're doing. They've got ro- they've got robots to unpick this stuff. We can send it to them. They can unpick it. They can reuse right. it. They even went so far as to say that there's a piece, one piece of tin in there that is completely recycled. Right. It's not a rich, it's not a brand new thing. It's being recycled from other stuff. That's huge. Right. That's huge. And it was, and the reason why they gave it plenty of space in there yesterday, uh, and Apple make sure that they're early to the table with this is that's going to have to be in your product. Otherwise people won't touch it for whatever reason. Mm. Same reason why the same reason why in um, China is turning trash away from the U S is because the trash is not arriving in a way that they can deal with it at the way they've dealt, dealt with it for the last 40 years. You know, the, the, the whole, the, you know, we've got to a tipping point where it's like, okay, we need to upgrade all our infrastructure to deal with it. And I think, and I think, I think concepts, I think concepts are brilliant in some ways are offsetting all of that mentally in our heads, mm. kind of like we like it because it, the future seems cleaner. Have you not noticed that? Yeah. Well, that's certainly like the future that we're being encouraged to accept. And I think the important thing about concepts is yes, I, I kind of am I'm in two minds about it because you can be very critical about like, all right, let's bring this down into the real world. Like let's stop screwing around on notepads. But I think concepts have a lot to do with the whole concept of, of uh, um, standing on the shoulder of giants. Like no, no one's going to think something is possible until somebody goes out there and try. Maybe this is like my American coming out, but no, no one's going to think that something is possible until somebody goes out and tries it. Like there has to be an apple in the sense of trying to move things forward and being the first company to be able to say, yep, we were the first to do it. We're completely, you know, we're completely running on sustainable energy or whatever those things are of like pushing, push, pushing the boundaries so that the next iteration can move things even further. And even if, the end product that we get as consumers is like 30% of what the original design was or the original concept was. It's still, it's still uh, a move forward, you know? Yeah. I'm, you got to remember a lot of these, you got a lot of, we've got to remember a lot of these industries that came out of nowhere. I say came out of nowhere. They're always like oil. They're always like producing oil, but not to the scale that we do now. You got to remember a lot of these industries have heavy, heavy amounts of investment put in them, and there's a certain amount of years before that like has a return. Mm. So as far as these spreadsheets and the the books look, it's like, well, you know, yes, it's a problem for the planet, but we kind of got to run it because otherwise the investment wasn't worth it. For me, I think business fundamentally needs to change environmentally the way that business are operate operates from uh, a, an ethical point of view has to fundamentally has a, have an evolution of its own, right? Uh, because you know, this whole idea that it's like, oh, well, you know, I've had millions of conversations. Well, I've had a hell of a lot of conversations with people about solar panels. And they're like, ah, oh, well, you know, they're kind of pricey at the minute and I won't get my money back for like 35 years. And I'm standing there thinking, fucking planet might not be here. <laughs> like you're arguing about cost. Right. You know, like, and I think that's what it comes down to is that there's, if you've got intrinsic, if you've intrinsically, if you've got vested interests in a, uh, a product or a material or a substance that need that is making you money that it, there is a transitional period and I, I don't think it's people don't like eco or don't want eco i mean you only have to look at like boy racers and the relationship they've gone from like muscle cars to going like i'll never have an electric car because you'll never get the power and then all of a sudden they're getting a tesla and it's faster than their like car and the yeah. torque is like instant that's when there's a massive like shift in the head of like Oh, I'm no longer going to be fastest from the lights anymore. Right. Right. So it's not environment. It's not even about eco sustainability. Then right. it's about everything that you, you, you know, you created that vacuum around by having the fastest. Now all of a sudden you don't have uh, the fastest because physically 
your the motor in that engine cannot do what that electric car can right. do. Well, it's like about removing, that was like the, always the thing that they drilled into our brains when I had the sales job was like, re, what are the obstacles? Remove the obstacles of adoption, remove the things that people, so like, unfortunately, like the ethical, the sustainable, that's not always the best selling point for a lot of people. So solar no. has to, solar has had to say, oh, well, you'll save money. And like, you'll be able to sell them, sell the energy back to the grid or, you know, just like attack from different angles. Um, well, that's where that's where Elon is super smart, you see, because he'll make a solar paneled roof because nobody's going to talk about a roof. Nobody's going to like, you know, if they can't see the solar panels, but they're integrated into it. It's not like neighbors across the way pointing up at your roof like you don't stand out. Right, you know, right. You're not the only one in the street with solar panels on the roof. You know, so the other people are like, oh, who do you think he is with solar panels? You know, he, they know Tesla and SpaceX and all that. They know they understand people's behavior. Yeah. They they sell on right. behavior. They don't sell on like you can have something that the neighbor doesn't right. have. Right, because when, when it comes to cars, it's something you do want to be able to stand out and have bragging rights about. But when it comes to your house or your neighborhood, like you got to have the grass be six inches or less. And you know what I mean? Like people are different in mm. different, in different areas right. of their life. So I think it has to be, unfortunately, sustainability and eco-friendliness is not enough. So it has to be, right has to be able to compete on those other levels yeah i mean i I saw an interesting article the other day of a lady who had bought her first electric car first model i think it was a model three tesla so the new tesla and she lives in australia and she just traveled i I think i can't remember how many months it was could have been a long time could have been a short time i can't remember but she'd done twenty thousand miles in this tesla all around australia like literally all around australia like all all across the the, the whole place mm. because there's a good there's a good like charging grid over there and it cost her 158 dollars to do twenty thousand miles now that at that point that concept goes way beyond like my uh in, being inspired by the concept that's changed her life mm-hmm. and it cost 158 okay the car cost a lot more sure but like to do that kind of traveling the impact on the world to do twenty thousand miles in a car like just the knock-on effect of all of that and then also at the end of those twenty thousand miles that person has seen more of a life so she's more informed about life because of the people that she's met the conversations she's had with people the story that she gets to tell people mm. about the fact that she's twenty thousand. so like Concepts are valuable, hugely valuable, because they end up having a result that inspires in, us in ways that we never even imagined. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, so whenever I so whenever I see concepts, I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. I tend to do spend a bit more time reading them and looking into them. Um, but I'm always trying to look at the narrative. I'm always trying to look at the story. Like Mercedes are always going to be very good at putting a neon blue light on the front of it and having it light up and have all those things that w- that they think we want. You have to remember that not all these companies know, absolutely know their client base. They're going for the, you know, a data set of people that buy their cars, have fundamentally bought their cars uh, for a period, you know, like the doctors and the nurses and the high mm. paid pe- high high wage people who who get these cars once every three years, right? And have them in the family, and they get passed down. Maybe there's a collector in the family, whatever. So they're not always necessarily designed uh, exactly. They're just like a a, a potential right. of what could be. So, but uh, I do I do worry sometimes if we spend money just on the hope of something of an outcome right well and then we forget about present day it's f- interesting that you said that because you know we were, we were talking a lot about the apple event from yesterday just because that was like fresh in my mind i mean if you pulled yeah. ten thousand iphone users and you said what do you want out of an iphone all of them would say larger battery life and so if apple was just going off of give the people what they want they just make a brick with a big battery and that would be the, that would be the end of the of the thing but they have to kind of toggle what do what do the consumers want but then also what's going to be written about an end gadget tomorrow what's going to create like the buzz what can we like i saw today the big the big takeaway that everyone was really into was the fact that you can change the um aspect not the aspect ratio the um the depth of field after the after the photo has been taken like nobody, nobody asked for that. <laughs> I don't think anybody even thought to ask for that. So like, that's kind of where the concept kind of come in because they have to think 
what's going to be like the buzz thing about this new car, about this new phone that everyone's going to talk about. Let's make it easy for the blogs to write about us, but then also kind of toggle that with what, what people want. And then also jam it into a price point that people aren't going to like absolutely, you know, jump off buildings for, which I mean, they're pretty damn expensive, but like you said, you know, it's like, it's a constant, um, juggling act that all these companies have to do between like, we're going to have to satisfy the investors. We have to satisfy the customers. We have to be able to storytell and have something actually exciting other than it comes in red now. (laughs) Yeah. I also think, I also think it's just part and parcel of innovation. You know, like when you build a device that has a neural network on it, like the iPhone X did. And then this year, like the, the neural net runs six times faster you know damn well they've been using the neural net to design the neural net. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you, and so then all, and all of a sudden, the concept inspires the concept, and then then you're living in a really different kind of like world than we've ever right. lived before. Well, then we're really living in the world that I told I was told that we would go into. Right. Apart from apart from it's not it's not aligned around products. It's not it's not like these, you know, um, uh, wonders. You know, it'll just become. It'll just become the norm. It'll just be native. It'll just be native. Everything will just like exist. You know, everything will just run at such a speed that we won't see. We won't see the flickers. We won't see the latency. Mm. We won't see the lag. So it will just become life. It won't become analog and digital. It will just be life. And that and that that's when things really drastically change. Then because you know we're we're complaining about fifteen hundred dollars for an, for a phone. But it's way past the phone, right? It's way past the phone, now. right? Like we literally have, you know, the Operation Command console for launching rockets in our. Oh pockets. yeah, I mean, I I, re- <laughs> I remember being told in high school when like the best phone that you could get was maybe like if you were really really like killing it, you had a Sidekick. Everybody else really just had basic flip phones with like, you know, snake and two games. And I remember my teacher standing in the front of the room and said, everybody take out your phone, which was like a little bit, what the heck? Cause that wasn't allowed. And he was said, you know, you're walk, what you're walking around with in your pocket is more technology than they sent a man to the moon with. And that, so you just did, you did that retrieval thing. Yeah, it is. It's you know, like, yeah. And that's, and that's where the concept and that's where, that's where the inspiration comes from for the next generation to go out and build something incredible right. because they realize how much of a, uh, how much that changes. Right. I, I mean, think about, think about that. And that was in the flip phone days and the way that we like scoff about flip phones now compared to the phones that we have. Like, I mean, who knew, who knew that gifts were going to come I back? Mean, I mean, I, I really, saw that it's thing. true. People don't realize this is the second, this is the second coming of the gif. Anyway, I think we've crushed I think we've crushed uh, concepts to death. I mean, we could probably do a whole bunch of stuff that we probably missed out on, but we do have our good and bad and, and uh, strange. That's the true, and we have a, a we have a guest contributor. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so we're super happy to have um, actually a mod this week, and his name is you may know him as Urban Gladiator. He's uh, active on obviously modding but he's also in the discord if you want to say hello to him his name is Arban Gladiators and um I guess the way that the best way to do it is just to go uh like we'll just pretend that he's here with us because he's actually pre-recorded but he let us know what his picks of the week are so do you want to do um like yeah goods and then we'll we'll toss it over to virtual gladiator yeah, we'll do our goods first. You go okay. first, and then we'll do my, yours, mine, and then his, and then we'll step through. Like Perfect. That. Okay, so my good one of the week is a little bit. I think this one is a very was an underrated hunt, um, and it's probably something actually that I would never use or buy. But there's specific reasons why I like it. It's called Punch Lab, and basically it is a system where uh, you take your phone and you hook it up to this kind of strap. It's like a case that has a strap within it, and then the strap actually attaches to a punching bag like you would use in the gym. So this is, if you are training for boxing or if, or if you just use a punching bag at a gym just for fitness, this is like your fitness tracker for the punching bag. And what I loved about it is that the person didn't say, let's build a smart punching bag. <laughs> like mm. the, the, I, what I think I love about it so much, even though I'm not a punching bag person, 
is that somebody said, okay, how can we take something that everybody already has is their phone in their pocket. We'll put, you know, we'll design an app around it. We'll create the, the technology with the accelerometer, you know, in inside the phone, use what somebody already has and then, and solve a problem that way. Because you definitely could have said, let's make a smart punching bag. It'll have Bluetooth. It'll have Alexa. It'll be able to play your favorite music from Spotify and it's $1,500 and every gym's got to have one now. But I just kind of like, I appreciate that approach when I see hunts where I'm like, cool, solves a problem, uses something I already have. Just kind of like, it's something that just slots into what my life already is. I think those are like the products that I really appreciate the most. I think that's a big tip as well to going quickly back to the concept thing is build something up to what already exists and then build on top of it. Yeah. Right. So like, don't bring out something that doesn't, you know, People are used, it's like a game, right? People are used to like getting into a game really quick. So don't like come out with your battle royale and it takes like five minutes to get in the game. You've got to give a similar service or the same service as what exists today and then build on your creative right. idea on top of right. it. Right. I think people were trying that, to always so invent when- the wheel and saying like, oh, but no, it's this. You have to change your whole life around it to accommodate it, but it's this now. <laughs> There's been so many pieces of software where it's like, we've got a new version and it's like, yeah, it's cool. But like this other software that I use, which I've liked and used for a long time, therefore I have a legacy with, like you don't have those features in it. So there's no way I'm going to mm. change. Yeah. Even if you've got two more features that the other software doesn't have, and that's your like, you know, that's your yeah. pitch. Like I'm still going to use the other one because I'm used to it. Yeah. Anyway, so pun- punch left. That good. Was a good one. As long as you don't punch your actual phone, like you're good. <laughs> We'll put all the links in the, this oh, week cool. as well. Cause somebody said, I think, I think it was Urban said that he wanted to see the link so he can click on them. So we'll copy them across. My good of the week is uh, Vara, Varabike or Veribike, veribike.com forward slash kick of underscore Varabike uh, dot HTML. It's like this, um, it's just like a pedal bike, but it's got like handlebars that you can kind of turn. So it's like got these, like you can do upper body strength kind of like Stationary exercise. It's like a gym. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you can go out onto oh, the wow. pathways okay. of it. It's like it's like a it's like a kick bike, but like you you kick you can kick it to like move. Like obviously you can just like put one foot on it and just coast. But then it's also got like uh like imagine a ship where you're putting a flag up, right? Where you're kind of turning a thing to for the flag to go upwards. It's got like two handles on it that you can turn as you're standing on it. And that turns a chain. So instead of pedaling, you're kind of using your upper body strength, uh-huh. your arms instead of your feet. Now, apart from looking like a complete potato on it, I think I think from an exercise point of view, I think it's amazing because you like it's one thing that I don't think you get. It's one thing that I think is apathetic about training. It's great if like you're on a bike and your legs are getting muscly, but I, I hate the idea of like your body being out of sync. Like your upper body strength is just as important as your bloody so you leg like strength. A, so what's the point in having big legs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, what's the point? What's the point in having like big legs if you've got like skinny arms? So I, I really like the idea that it's like a two for one and it builds on that thing that I was on about. It's like, it, yes, it's a kind of uh, between a skateboard and a kickboard, uh-huh. but it's also got like the ability to ch- use the chain and it's like upper body strength exercise because you're, you're holding, you're, you're painting the fence. It's like Ooh, right, you did, right? Wax on, wax you're, on. You're, you're painting the fence, but yeah that's, that's exactly it. So that's my, that's that's my you good could, of the week. You could like, th- I'm looking at it now. You can if you your arms need a break it's not like you you're stopping you're stuck like you no, can swap back no, and, right, right, and yeah. do interval with it i like yeah that. yeah yeah so i i like the fact that you can do that and get a distance with it it's one thing i hated in the gym is like what am i running for where I'm am like i going a hamster to on a wheel like, i'm just i'm literally like in the same place looking out the window thinking what am i uh, having for tea hate you know, it's like I, i'd rather get i'd rather get yeah, yeah. To somewhere you know um Next up, we're going to mute and we're going to play uh, Urban's uh, Good of the Week. And I presume we'll discuss it after it. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to mute. Here we go. Hello. My name is Urban Gladiator. I've been a long-time listener, but first-time caller in for the show. Uh, This is a great podcast and I have enjoyed every episode, all uh, three slash four of them. And here we go. So my Good of the Week um, is called the Vitri Rover Moa Robot. I was so excited when I saw this. It kind of looks a little bit like the robots that used to be on like Robot Wars. It's like, it's this full boxy robot. It's got a solar panel on the top and just like a, like two little like buzz saws on the front. 
Um, and it pretty much like goes around your property, mowing everything, like dodging the trees. And apparently it's got some uh, AI slash deep learning capacity where it kind of learns where all the obstacles are and, you know, memorizes it. Um, I looked into this myself and uh, have yet got a response from the company, but I want this. I really want it. Uh, we've got quite a big bit of land and only a little push mower. So I am very excited about this guy. Instead of getting like a ride on the mower, I just want this guy to like mow all my grass and he's solar powered. So he can just keep on going forever. It's amazing. So excited. I think that's, I think that's <laughs> awesome. I think that's awesome that we get these little audio snippets from people. Cause I can totally visualize this big massive land with this, just like every so often with our urban walk to the window <laughs> with a coffee and be like happy with himself that there's this like glimmering box. That's just shaving the last lawn. Yeah. Listen, I, I like any of those kind of robots. The only thing that worries me about those things is like the length of life on them. And, and I'd like to know if I, I want to be able to repair mm. that stuff, you know, like I want to be able to know that I, I, if we're going to have 3D printers and 2D printers and all that stuff, I want to know that I can be my own Ikea to be able to fix bits and pieces, sure. you know, like when I buy in a future product, I want to be able to buy the product, but then I also want to be able to modulize it so I can take modules out, put new ones in and come up with my own if you like right. um but yeah cool i i would you see because i don't have a because i don't have land or a, a place that i really think of as home i don't know what it's like to to buy yeah. products like that yet but i can totally yeah see i like the it. solar feature like that's pretty fire that's fire all right so next up is uh um, my bad i'm gonna tell you about my bad post my bad hunt go for it so go my bad it. one Oh, I, I got so triggered by this. It's called You Pet. I'm sure you've seen these around. They had like a big, there was like, I know. I verified did. it. so sad that you did, but you got to follow the PG. I was like, <laughs> I, I hate it. It's right. basically a yeah. backpack, like a hard shell backpack. It's got a zipper that goes all the way around it. It's got air holes around the side. And then it's got this like ground control to Major Tom bubble of like and you basically you put your cat or your small dog in this bag it's highly ventilated they say and it's got a bubble that's like a plastic um window for them to look out of like get your cats out of these bags get your dogs out of these bags like uh, an animal is not a fashion accessory please can we please not now maybe if you need to bring your cat to the vet or over very short and safe travel period or you need to get, maybe there's a fire in your home and you want to have like something like this to get your cat or dog out of the house quickly and safely fine. But like the fact that it's a backpack and the fact that it looks very like fashionista says to me that that's not the purpose of this. And I just, I hate the thought of yeah. like people forgetting that they have their animal and like leaving the animal somewhere or, or, or the animal being very hot. Like it just, it makes me really uncomfortable to see stuff like this. Like there's a dog, a hamster and a cat on the, on the website. And it's like, come on. What? Like these are living. Yeah. Beings. I would say, I would say the, the only thing I didn't, the only thing that like set my alarm bells running about it really was surely the ventilation stuff should be where the, 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 the dome where their face would be. Well, right. Right. Because, because if the idea behind it was that you don't want the dog or cat to be freaking out because it can't see what's going on in its environment, I get the I get that bowl thing, but surely that should be ventilated as well. Because if the dog or cat then knows that that is a place that they can look out of to see what's going on, the head's going to be right. permanently in there. Right. Right. It's going to be permanently just sitting in there. And I know they've got ventilation at the sides, but I would have thought they would have drilled that as well. So there's like air coming in through there as well. The things, things like that, if you put that in the wrong position out in the street, you can get like sunshine on that plastic. We don't know if that's And just the fact that it's a backpack. I, I if, totally it's a, think about a, where a backpack is on your back. So you don't have your eyes are not on your animal. You don't have, it's just a very passive way of being with your animal. And I think responsible animal ownership re requires that you be turned on and engaged to that being safety. So I don't like the thought of just chucking it on my what back and getting on the subway. Is it? Yeah. But is it? Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking that maybe people who, who work at startups and stuff who like 
is there another way? Well, of they like have two versions. There's well, they have on two your versions. Back? One looks like a little handbag. It's like a little looks like a kidney bean shape, and then the other one is a backpack. It obviously has a handle on the top. Um, and then they do have like a, a straight up pet carrier that looks like a briefcase, which I'm I'm a little bit better. I'm okay with that. There are situations, like I said, where you need to bring your animal someplace safely, and to have them contained is actually better for their safety. But I think the 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 way that this is designed does not encourage responsible usage. You know what I mean? It's a, it looks like a fashion accessory. It's on your back. Like that to me just sets up all kinds of alarm bells. So I don't, maybe I answered your question. Maybe I didn't, yeah. but like this stuff like this makes me so mad because yes, it's fashion exactly, over exactly. function. Like these are animals. These are beings. They're not furniture for your house. They're not like <laughs> there to make you look cool or make you look more Instagrammable. Maybe I'm oversensitive to this stuff because I've just personally seen and know of so many horror stories, but I would just hate for someone to like lose mm-hmm. their animal because of some, some silliness with, with something like this. So not a fan. Okay. My bad. Yeah. My, my bad of the week is a mm-hmm. thing called Vitari. And this kind of sums up everything that I hate about advertising and marketing, because if you look at the images on this thing, on this, uh, allow your happiness and abundance to flow. It's this kind of like little box with a triangle on it with a blue neon light underneath and a, and a triangle thing on the top. And then the pictures on the actual hunt are a laboratory, uh, a couple facing the opposite way with their arms around each other. Then like a Truman show spaceship BFR wall yeah. with a white light coming through it. And then you go, you scroll down a little bit. It says happiness is, is a very small word, but its depth is unbelievable. So at that point, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So then I start going down, and it's this higher consciousness yeah. device, right, that, create, that creates a profound effect in your life. So it's like, okay, let me look into it a little bit more. And then, then you get the six bullet points where it's better health, no meditation, no exercise, no study, no memorizing. You do nothing <laughs> but allow. You do nothing <laughs> but allow. Just let me say that the third time. You do nothing but allow. Let's get transcendent, baby. Let's go. Oh, so so I was instantly like petrified by this thing and started to dig deeper into it because it's got like just so much going on about it. And I I can imagine it's some guy in Ohio Mm -hmm. in a hut somewhere who's like selling these things. But you have to go and have a look at the Kickstart for this. It's never ever going to make. The guy's got a small pony. Nobody's. I'm just going to let you know that he's got a very small ponytail. The inventor. Yeah, yeah. That everybody who's ever everybody's who ever's invented anything like this looks similar to this gentleman. 197 bucks. He's priced it under that 200 point. You know that 97. That, that 97. I'm sure there's some kind of spiritual thing in that. Yeah. Uh, he wants 112,000. Yes. Uh, he's in Albuquerque. He's got 818 dollars so far. He's got two months left. Uh, and this device. I mean the the pictures and everything one. about it. It's legendary. I mean there's so many. I mean, he's got an Instagram outreach there until you make the unconscious conscious. It will control your life and it will call its fate. Uh, why did I create this product? This guy looks like he vacuum seals people at weekends. He's, well, it's uh, organized. He made an I, I mean, organized. I, I just, I, wow. I know a little bit about some of this. This is wild. This is like, but it's bad. Yeah. It's yeah, but bad, it's bad version of it's wild. Bad be- <laughs> it, 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 it's bad because uh, it just – it. These are the things that kind of scare me about the fact that just because we have technology doesn't mean we should allow everybody to have it. <laughs> right? Utilitarian of you. Because I mean, um, and if, if there's there's a there's a picture. No, but there's a picture here that absolutely fundamentally scares me down to my core, where it says Vitara technology patent pending, and then underneath it says ten hours battery life, eight thousand MA, and then underneath there's a tiny little picture of a TF card. What Nobody's called them a, a TF card for twenty years. It's like a micro. Okay. It's like a micro SD card. And then, and then at the bottom, there's just this woman with a finger over her mouth, and it says, <laughs> silent. "I want one so bad." I, I am absolutely petrified oh. that this thing will make me go out at three a.m. in the morning, wow. tap four numbers, and withdraw wow. all my money from an ATM. Um, so yeah, this is bad. Oh this man! Bad. Oh, I'm saving. I'm not even closing that tab. I'm not done with that. But we need to move on. But 
than that. I knew you. I knew you would. I knew you would look into it. It's super mystical. All right, Urban. Yeah, I know. What I know. you got for us? But I, I can't stand it. Oh, here we go. Um, my bad for the week. So the first one is the Monorean earpiece. The earpiece I actually um, moderated myself, and I spent ages trying to figure out if it didn't quite fit from like a. I know an ethical point of view, but we don't really have ethics in the guidelines. So, uh, so it got through, but I wasn't happy. It's pretty much, you have this tiny little earpiece and then you connect it to your phone in your pocket or whatever. It comes with a microphone and a switchboard. So you can like, so you put the microphone like on your wrist and you whisper into your wrist while like your friend who's on the phone, like researches it for you and sends it to your like the little earpiece that, you know, an examiner can't see. And this one, like, it has a video and they're pretty much like, yeah, this is the best way to cheat. You'll never be found. It's so dodgy. Just so bad. I think he, I think he brings up a... I okay, we just did it at the same piece. time. I'm back. Hang yep. On, hang on. I think uh, it brings up a very interesting point and I don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point on Steam Hunt, I mean, it's very difficult. We've we've trimmed down the guidelines mm. because of this, like the good and bad and old and new, uh, because too many people were like, what do you mean it's old? What do you mean? Like, I've never heard of it. And so when you start getting into telling people how they interact with their products and what you use them for, then that's almost as bad as like telling somebody that they can't be religious right. or they can't, you know, follow. Uh, so that's when it gets difficult for us because then the emphasis changes, the relationship changes between just people who are hunters and people who are moderating based on guidelines. It's like you're based on, you're basing them on your personal ethics and standpoints. But I, I agree with him. Like I, I'm not into anybody like using right. technology to like cheat their way through because right. you're not always going to be able to do that in your life. You're not always going to be able to do that. Like you're not always going to be right. able to buy something. I agree. That gets I think it, it's else. so, it's so funny that like that, the audacity of a company to be like, yes, this is for cheating. We made it so you can cheat. Like, it's not like a clever product and then people start using it for cheating because they realize that that's a- available to them. It's just like, it's a little bit, a little bit jarring to see a company be like so honest. I guess you can appreciate it depending on where you come from of just being like, yep, we made it so you can cheat on your test kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not cool. Not cool. My strange. All right. So uh, you're stranger of the week. This is, this is the best. Okay. Uh, it's like, it makes me so happy. Best one I, yet. It's funny that best my strange one ones, like, I, I feel like are starting to fall into a certain genre. This thing is called Zero Body. And the website says, start anew. And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to start anew. Let me scroll down. As your body floats, your mind is recharged. Oh, baby, I'm in. Tell me more. So zero gravity is, it's, it's like a thing that's like the size of a, maybe a, like a large twin bed. And it's supposed to give you the feeling of weightlessness, like you're floating, but you don't have to like take your clothes off or get wet or change into a swimsuit because you're basically like levitating on an extremely, uh, you're basically like on a, a water bed, a water mattress bed, but you're like you're directly on the plastic. So there's, you know, like on a waterbed, remember from the eighties, like, you know, it was still padded on the top. This is like, you're literally suspended in this thing that looks like kind of like, like the gel that Neo wakes up from. Yeah. Sounds absolutely So it says, try the zero gravity mattress, lose mattress, lose track of your body and discover a new consciousness. So maybe we were on the same, we were on the same wavelength. Okay. Those two should. Those and two you should see this guy up. in Maybe like can get one business attire. He this guy looks like he's right out of like Getty Images search for businessman, and he's laying in this thing, and it, it's like LED lit with blue and purple and all kinds of crazy stuff from the bottom, and it just looks like, all right, bye, bye, honey, I'm heading into the cryo chamber. It just, you have to see it. It looks really wild. And I guess it's supposed to give you, if you have, maybe if you have back pain or you have like a slip disc or you're recovering from a surgery, it might be nice to like be weightless. <laughs> these, the, these are those people that you see on the plane taking a pen and notepad out this, yeah. when they find this product yeah. in the Sky Mall magazine. Yeah, exactly. And of course it comes with That's an app and, you know, is, it's for like, sure. It, but the, uh, the renders and the product images are like, 
so extremely futuristic and so black mirror that you just have to kind of look at it and see it for yourself. <laughs> mm. How about Some you? Strange stuff that appears on the site. I'll tell you my strange of the week. My strange of the week was only strange because I had to have, I had to spend 10 or 15 minutes with the hunter uh, back and forth. How, how it was uh, an innovation, <laughs> major, major innovation okay. to them. Uh, and I, you know, I had to, I had to then explain what major innovation was. So I found it strange. I think I was being wound up, but anyway, it was a toaster that had a clear view screen on the side of it. And basically this hunter was going back and forwards with me saying that this was a major innovation in his life because he no longer would burn his toast. And so we had to, we had to like go into the, we had, I had to explain to him from the guidelines what a major invention of. And, and I, I, it was actually interesting. It's kind mm. of part of the reason that like we came up with the concept stuff is because, you know, there's, there's going to be technologies out there that we take for granted, right? That some people will see as a major innovation in their lives, because I don't know, maybe a loaf of bread is really expensive. Maybe burning your bread, you know, maybe, maybe having that additional data mm-hmm. on the screen is a major innovation in their life. Like who am I to say what a major innovation is? But I just thought it was super strange that <laughs> on the, on the scale of major inventions, that not burning your toast. Yeah, it's basically was just like, a toaster and it, and it with a window in the front. It made me laugh. It, right? I went back and forth over it. <sighs> correct, correct. So I was, I was on PG two. I PG two'd it, and you know they came back to me. They came back and said, "Yeah, but it's a major innovation because I, I no longer burn my toast." And I was kind of <laughs> giggling to myself for a while. And then I got all deep and meaningful about it, yeah. and I was like, "Well, oh, actually, maybe it's a major invention for some people, but." When I look at all the other stuff that we have. Right. I mean, if you think about, like, I think I wrote this in our notes. If every, if you have to think about it this way for concepts, if everybody magically, you could snap your fingers and every household on earth had one of these toasters, how much further would we be along as a society? Like, mm, (laughs) I can answer that. You know what I mean? Like if everybody had one, would we be like so much better off as, as people? Or is it like a convenience, more of a convenience? Well, we'd cut down on the amount of toast getting thrown away, I guess. But I don't think that's a major, major thing because we only have toast at certain times of the day, I would have thought. Um, All right, let's get into uh, Urban's uh, Strange of the Week. My Weird of the Week was one that I kind of loved. It's called the Power Glove Mouse. And basically, like, I don't really kind of think it's exactly a product. Like, it's just one dude who invented it. Um, but I loved it. Basically he got the power glove, like from the old Nintendo from ages ago, which was like kind of an amazing slash terrible device. Like it was a glove that you put on and you could like play games. Like you could use it as your controller. And what this guy has done is pretty much outfitted it so that it can be like everything you need to control a desktop. And then he's made some glasses with a tiny little monitor in the bottom so you can like use the glove to move like and do everything you need on a computer and then watch it in the tiny little glasses. So the demonstrator was like, he kind of looked like a cyborg, but he was totally just using his PC. It was awesome and terrible because it's like, it's kind of daggy, but, uh, but I loved it. So that is my good, bad and weird for the week. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Uh, I very much enjoy it, and I'll probably enjoy it even more now that <laughs> I love I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love those little bits that we could drop in there. You know, as he was talking, as he did the like the good, bad, and everything. These these things mm. uh, have stories that we carry with us for the rest of our lives. You know, like he just totally reminded me of the last person who I knew who was Australian when he said like "daggy." Dodgy? Like "daggy" means mm. like a bit, you know a bit dodgy a bit off like yeah daggy daggy like daggy <laughs> you would say that about something that was just a bit odd a bit strange a bit weird um but yeah it's funny how we have like funny relationships with things that we've either seen and then we tried them and they were terrible and then when we see them again and get reminded of them again it's like it transports us back to that original time <laughs> right. and we're like oh we know exactly what that experience is is like 
So I think I think to tie everything up today, that's the reason why concepts wow. are so exciting is because there's nice something that you haven't Yeah, had yet. you brought it right back around. Pretty good, right? <laughs> He's like a carousel, ladies and gentlemen. He always comes He's back good, around. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, baby. Uh, boys boys walking out of the wow. restaurant having paid wow. the bill with a doobie on the go yeah oh all right that's it for us this week uh thanks for okay. tuning in uh i'm about I'm to play the intro thanks for being with me dalio thanks for being with us urban i had a lot of fun <laughs> bye thanks for spending time with us today Subscribe with Pocket Casts and get notified right away. And if you use Anchor FM, feel free to call in and leave us a message. We try and reply in our next cast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash product sense. And if you'd like to hang out with us on Discord, there's a link on that page as well. We'll speak to you soon.